Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent. And literally what you do to a person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. Spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. And now science is actually catching up, which is awesome. So when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Helping Parents Heal First Annual Conference with Elizabeth Boissant and Irene Vuvalidisk. Vuvalidis. I did it. I feel good. (laughs) Elizabeth and Irene, thank you so much for being my guests on Awake to Oneness Radio. Um, Please, I want each of you to uh, pronounce your name correctly, first of all, and then uh, introduce yourself, uh, Elizabeth, first. Um, Please pronounce your name correctly for our listeners. (laughs) Well, I, you did a beautiful job, Caroline, as usual. It's, uh, it's Elizabeth Boisson, so you did a very good job. Um, I'm the president and co-founder of Helping Parents Heal, but Irene is the spearhead of our wonderful conference. She's our conference chair. She's also our Hilton Head uh, Bluffton affiliate leader. She's on our board, and she's now taken over the position of heading up all of our affiliate leaders all over the country and the world, which is wonderful. So she's got a lot of hats. (laughs) So I'll let her introduce herself as well. Yes. Uh, Thank you for having me here. And you said it perfectly, Irene Vu Validis. Oh, beautiful. Yes, so my journey began um, five years ago when my only child, my beautiful daughter, um, left this earth. Carly was only 24 years old, one of the youngest people ever diagnosed with esophageal gastric cancer. Um, She was diagnosed and she was gone in four months. And it was a complete, uh, all of us know it's a shock when our children leave this earth. But to watch your child suffer and not be any able to do anything about it is really, really difficult. And even though she had such a terrible diagnosis, I never, ever thought she was going to leave this earth. You know, I thought by the power of prayer, by thinking positive thoughts, that I could keep her on this earth, that God would not take my only child from me. And as we all know, and as we've all come to know, that there is a greater plan in the works for all of us. And the best medicine, the best doctors in the world couldn't keep Carly on this earth. She passed in my arms. It was such a traumatic experience. Um, I did not think I was going to make it. And I really, I didn't want to be on this earth. And I think I bring something to helping parents heal um, that Elizabeth isn't able to because she had a completely different experience when Morgan left. She was at peace with it. She was able to speak to him. She felt him hug her, and she knew he was okay. I did not have that experience. I was completely devastated and thought every day, 
how can I be with Carly? That's all I wanted. My husband was widowed and literally my mantra became Carly can't be, uh, excuse me, Tony can't be twice widowed. And that's all I said every day was just, I have to stay here. He can't have two wives on the other side. And it was awful, absolutely awful. Um, I don't know how I made it. I really don't. But of course, there is a greater power and there is a greater spirit comes to us and tells us. And I read a book. Um, I read a lot of books. And that's, that's all I did was read and surf the internet. And one of the first books I read was by Dr. Alexander, Proof of Heaven. And that offered a little bit of hope that possibly, you know, she was okay and I would be able to connect with her or just to know that she was safe. Um, I found George Anderson's books, Surfing the Internet at Night and Walking in the Garden of Souls has become my Bible. And I always tell a newly bereaved parent to possibly, you know, read that book, get some inspiration from that book. Um, and about six months after Carly passed, I had decided that I needed to see a medium. I needed to connect with her. And I wasn't just going to go to anyone. I had researched and George Anderson was listed as the world's most tested medium. Um, I saw Dr. Gary Schwartz's documentary about mediumship. And my sister and I went to see George Anderson. And I set my intention just to know that Carly was okay and that she wasn't frightened. And within five minutes of sitting with this man, he looked at me, told me I had a daughter that crossed, and also told me that she wants you to stop obsessing about her passing. It was as easy, it was as, easy as stepping through a doorway. And that was it. That changed my life. It changed my perception of death. Um, and here I am today. I found Mark Ireland's book, Soul Shift, which excellent, excellent book. And that introduced me to helping parents heal. Wow. So thank you so much. Irene, you, uh, you just touched my heart because I really didn't know your story. I know Susan, uh, Elizabeth's story and I want her to share, even though some of our listeners have heard it. I, we ha I have new listeners, so I want her to hear. But what I have to say real quick is uh, my story encompasses both yours and Elizabeth. And I'll get into that later. But um, that and Oh, wow. And you said even Alexander, who is going to be an upcoming guest in a few weeks. I was reading when Kyle, see, Kyle was in the hospital twice, um, three years apart. And the first time he was in the hospital, I was w exactly where you were. Um, I, I actually tried to take my life in the hospital, but I was reading Dr. Eben's book at that time. But I, it was still even... I just, you know, doctors are saying I was going to lose my son, and I'm like, no way, no, uh, -uh not going to happen. I will leave here before he does, and I tried, <laughs> but God has, God's like, no, no, it's not your time. <laughs> but uh, Elizabeth, please, um, please share with our listeners your journey. I would love to, and I, I really wanted to focus on on Irene because she's uh, she's such an incredible dynamo in terms of the conference. Um, but I, I do want to be able to just tell a little bit about Morgan. Um, he, I, I first had my, my first child pass when she was two days old, Chelsea, when I was still living in France. I had been in the hospital for two months. I was on an IV, and when she was born, her lungs were crushed because I had lost my water a week before. She was on a respirator for four 
or for 48 hours and then she she passed away um i think that that the, the fact that i was able to go home to morgan who was two at the time and who i hadn't been able to see for two months really saved me um <clears throat> but moving forward with Morgan, he was on an exchange program with 13 other students from the University of Arizona. He went to the base camp of Mount Everest in Tibet. Um, they went up in altitude much too quickly from Lhasa up to uh, the base camp, which is 19,000 feet. And they only had a Chinese guide. They were supposed to have two professors with them. No one told them about altitude sickness. They all got very, very sick. Morgan was kind of the big protector, holding people's heads as they were throwing up. And <clears throat> it turned out that he didn't survive that trip. Um, but uh, when, when he was on his back in the snow and they were trying to do CPR on him, I was able to speak to his roommate who um, I told him to put the phone up to Morgan's ear, even though he wasn't breathing. And I told Morgan that we loved him, that we were proud of him and not to be afraid. And at that moment, I felt him hug me from the inside. And um, although I'm not religious, I've always been very spiritual. And from that moment on, I knew that he, he's always here. He's here with me right now as is Kyle, as is Carly, as is, is Chelsea. They help us in everything that we do. And I feel so fortunate about that. And one of the things that I think um, really draws them together are these meetings of Helping Parents Heal. And I just wanna quickly say <laughs> that I'm thrilled that Caroline is going to be a new affiliate leader in the Poconos. So that's, that's just such a wonderful blessing that we're going to have you in Pennsylvania. Yes, yes. And I'm so honored. I really am. I mean, I just, I'm so thankful that you have this or you have founded this organization. Um, and it just because parents do like what Carly, I mean, with uh, what Irene went through when Carly passed, so many parents are stuck, you know, there and they don't move past. But when they understand, now, like I said, the com my story is a combination of the two because Ka I was told that Kyle wasn't going to live in December of 2011. And when doctors told me he had been on life support for five weeks, um, Doctors said he wasn't going to make it and asked me, they asked me, can they take him off life support? I said, no way. And I knew, I didn't say it to them, obviously, but I knew what I was going to do. I knew I was not going to leave that hospital without Kyle, meaning if Kyle was in spirit, I would be in spirit, but I was going to go first. So I went to, because he was in the ICU, and I so I left his room and I went to this little tiny um private waiting room a couple of floors above where he was i didn't have anything strong as far as medication all i had was over-the-counter sleeping pills so i took a whole bottle over-the-counter sleeping pills and a few tylenols throw a few few tylenols in there too wrote a suicide note i was not going to bury my son my son was going to bury me and um i was unconscious for two days um but, and they would, I was on, they put me on suicide watch. 
Um, they would let me see Kyle. Kyle was still on life support because I, I never gave permission <clears throat> to take him off. So he's still on life support. They let me come and visit with him an hour a day, supervised, everything supervised. Meaning I couldn't even go to the bathroom unsupervised. It was like 24 hours I had to be watched. Um, so they had me on suicide watch. I remember the last supervised visit when I went to his room, I whispered in his ear, I said, Kyle, get better so we could both go home. And this is around Christmas time. This is like a week before Christmas in December of 2011. And the hospital is on 34th Street in Philadelphia. So we all know the movie Miracle on 34th Street. So I witnessed and I experienced a true miracle on 34th Street that Christmas. That day, that night, after I whispered in Kyle's ear, he pulled himself off life support. He pulled out the, the ventilator tube and he pulled out the feeding tube. And when the doctors checked his vitals, he was completely fine. I mean, they were like, oh my God, you know, it, he was complete. He pulled himself off life support. He was completely fine. And he and I went home a week later. So that, it was a That's true miracle. And from that miracle, I said to God, I will never, ever, I don't know what's gonna happen after this, had no clue, but I will never, ever, ever stop thanking you, God, for this miracle. So I could bring, I brought Kyle home the day before New Year's Eve that year. And we got to celebrate New Year's Eve together, New Year's Day together that year. and. That was just the biggest blessing to me. So when he went back into the hospital two and a half years later, he went back in April, 2014. As the, the ambulance was taking him to the hospital, because I was gonna drive and the ambulance was taking him, I, um, I said to God, I'm, I don't know what's gonna happen this time, but I, I can't stop thanking you. So I even as the ambulance was taking him to the hospital, I was just thanking God. And so when he did pass July 1st of 2014, I was completely at peace. And I knew, I knew, I was reading at that time, I was reading Your Soul's Agreement. So these are great books for any parent that has a child on the other side. Your um, soul, um, soul plan. Your soul's plan. Your soul's plan. <laughs> yeah, your soul's plan. And, and your soul's gift by Dr. Gary. Well, not doctor. With uh, Robert Schwartz. Robert Schwartz. Robert Schwartz. Schwartz. Yes. Who yes. was my first guest. I met him in person and he was my first guest. He's been on the show a couple of times. But those are the two books I was reading. He's wonderful. Yes. I was reading those books. That Kyle's last uh, month of life. On Life Support Again. I was reading, he actually died from complications from open heart surgery. The surgery went well, but he died from complications from the surgery. But um, um, Rob, Rob Shorts was actually our first uh, guest on Helping Parents Heal. Before uh -huh. we had Zoom, we did a conference call and he spoke to all of the members of Helping Parents Heal all over the all over the country actually, which was wonderful. Wow. But I would love for Irene to go through some of our amazing presenters that we're going to have at this conference. Yes. And I just wanted to say, although the conference is sold out for the for the 
uh, complete pass, we still have day passes available. So we're, we're really hoping that people who are listening might be able to, to come as well. So right. Irene, if you could kind of go through Right. Um, well, let's, the people let's, that are going to be. Oh, oh go ahead. I'm sorry. I was Caroline. just going to say for the day passes, let people know where you go, where you're located. So if they're close enough to come to drive, let them know where where the conference is going to be. You got it. Sure. Um, well, first of all, it's at the Embassy Suites. It's from the 13th to the 15th of April. And it's going to be starting at two or 12 o'clock is when the registration starts, uh, going through fairly late on Friday, uh, starting again at 8 in the morning on uh, Saturday, going through fairly late Saturday night, and then 8 in the morning Sunday, and going through till a little after 2 o'clock. We're going to have a wonderful angel wash with Dr. Mark Pittstick at the end. But... Um, Irene, speaking yes. of George Anderson, who was uh, obviously wrote Walking in the Garden of Souls, I think she could maybe expound on that. Okay, <laughs> so as, what I'm going to do, I'm going to share the website um, with the audience as um, Irene talks about the speakers, so they can get a little idea of each speaker. So I'm going to do that now. I'm going to go share my screen, and there you go. Okay. All right, there we go. There it is, great. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. <clears throat> awesome. So about a year and a half ago, I had this revelation that um, I had been to a couple of conferences myself, an NDE conference, an afterlife conference, and there's just such power in being with like-minded people and being with people that have experienced the same thing that you've experienced. And at both of the conferences that I've attended, there were many parents with children on the other side and we would find each other and stay with each other. And it was just, it's an amazing experience. It really is. I called Elizabeth up and I said, well, why don't we have a conference? And Elizabeth <laughs> said, well, <laughs> do you have any idea what it takes to put a conference together? And I said, no, but let's do it. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure our kids are going to help us. And yeah. It has just been absolutely incredible. And every step of the way, things have worked out absolutely perfectly. Elizabeth and I spend probably the entire day either on the phone or on the computer uh, making it happen. But for anyone that's attending and for those that aren't and are thinking about it, there's a limited number of passes available. So think about it. Um, uh, the first thing I wanted was to have George Anderson speak. And I got in touch with his assistant, and she said, well, you do realize Mr. Anderson doesn't travel. He only, <laughs> he only um, has people come to him. And she said, actually, I've been trying to get him to get out there and travel and be able to speak to different groups of people. And sure enough, they agreed. Um, and he has since um, been to California, and he has been doing some different speaking engagements. So he will open up our conference Friday evening with a two hour talk. And one of those hours, he'll be doing discernments. He'll be doing gallery readings from the audience. So can you just imagine 400 plus people in a room, all with children on the other side, the kids are going to just be like, pick on me. I want to be able to talk. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be great. And then he will, um, 
be available after his talk to um, sell and sign books. And if you already have a book from any of the authors that are going to be at the conference, bring them with you, let them sign them. And if you don't have the books, all of the books by everyone at the conference will be available for sale. Um, Suzanne Giesman, who is a dear, dear friend, um, Elizabeth and I had the pleasure of being on a sailboat with Suzanne and her husband, Ty, and another couple, um, Lynn and Jeff Hollihan, last January. And Suzanne has written a book since then, still right here. And it's the story of our journey, all four of us on the boat. And it's a, it's a great, great book. Wow. Suzanne has helped me tremendously in my journey. And that was another vision that I needed. I wanted Suzanne Giesman to give the keynote speech Saturday morning, opening the conference. Um, everyone else you see here that's pictured will be speaking, will be offering their tools, helping all of us heal. We've got some just incredible, incredible speakers. And it's not just the mediums, it's the healers. Um, I'm very proud my sister Judith Hancox will be there. My sister is the therapist. She works with um, post-traumatic stress disorder in grief work. And many, many parents, I think, don't realize that um, post-traumatic stress is a part of grief. All of us suffer from that post-traumatic stress disorder. And it is possible to get past those moments of, of that profound grief. Um, Suzanne Wilson, who is integral also to helping parents heal. Um, just look at, look at the lineup of speakers. And I keep hearing over and over again in my head um, the Peter, Paul, and Mary song, the wedding song. Whenever there are two or more of you gathered in his name, there is love. And that's what this conference is about, love. And our kids are helping us. I can't tell you, I had a couple of weeks ago, Elizabeth and I are sending out emails to parents and figuring out meals and figuring out all these different things. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I knew it was Carly that woke me up. And in my, in my head, I heard, Elizabeth sent this email out and she didn't include blah, 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 whatever it was. So I wrote, quickly wrote it down in the dark called Elizabeth in the morning and said, by any chance did this email go out without, she said, oh my goodness, it did. So, you know, the kids are right there helping us with this. All the time, they are. All the time. Well, that is so and cute. everyone, um, I'd like to just add that everyone who is a speaker at this conference is a huge integral part of Helping Parents Heal. We have a lot of board members uh, we have a lot of people who have been with us from the very beginning, but we also have a lot of people who have presented at our individual uh, affiliate leaders meetings, and um, all of these people are, um, are people who have been incredibly supportive, and all of them are giving their time, uh, they're, yes, they're coming to important. help us um, without any financial gain they're doing this because out of the goodness of their hearts and i i just want everyone to realize that of course the conference costs money and unfortunately the embassy suites um although they're a wonderful hotel they of course charge a lot of money we have a lot of other expenses including the food and you know all of the different things that we're purchasing for the parents but um, we're hoping to break even. That's basically what we're trying to do. But um, they, they are all traveling. They're staying at the hotel and they're presenting um, 
truly out of the goodness of their hearts. And so um, we feel very, very fortunate in that. And, and not only that, but I think that we had every single speaker except just a few who were add-ons later on mm -hmm. uh, the first day that we, when Irene reached out to everyone, they immediately said yes. So oh, um, that, that's just a testament to, first of all, how wonderful Irene is, how wonderful Carly is mm -hmm. in getting these people to agree, but also the fact that everyone, I think that the wonderful thing about Helping Parents Heal is that we do encourage a connection with our kids on the other side. And the whole, the whole theme of this uh, conference is healing and connecting. So I've heard some parents say, oh, I don't know if I could be around that energy because it's, uh, you know, being around so many parents who have gone through this might be hard. There's not going to be any bad energy there at all. Our kids are going to be so happy to have us all there, and it's going to be the most uplifting weekend possible. So we're all very excited that you're going to be there too, Caroline. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I can, I can testify to what you just said because um, I went to, I've only been to one Helping Parents Heal meeting um, just before the holidays um, in New York because there is no, right now, there is no chapter affiliate in Pennsylvania. And the closest one to me is actually New York City, which I'm only an hour and a half from New York City. And I know Sherry. Sherry has been a guest on my show. But I went just before the holidays and it was the most wonderful experience. It is no, it is not a sad experience at all. We all, all of us, like I was in a room full of parents whose children are on the other side and we just, we saw a rainbow from the um, Sherry has this beautiful apartment over in the upper west side of Manhattan. I do not know Manhattan. <laughs> I'm not a New Yorker, but she, she has this beautiful view, and there was this beautiful like rainbow and beautiful the, the way the sun because the sun was it was just beautiful, and we knew we all looked at that and knew that our that was our a sign from our children saying, "Yeah, we're so proud that you guys are together." We had the greatest time. Everyone in the room knew that their child is not gone. It's just, they're just like, just in another country right now, you know? So they're a little bit exactly. harder. They're harder to communicate I, with, but they, we can still communicate with them. Yes. I actually, it's almost easier sometimes because instead of having to pick up a phone and finding a time that they're available, we can pretty much talk to them anytime. But I just wanted to also say that because of the fact that you don't have a group in the Poconos, we're very excited that Caroline is going to be an affiliate leader in yes. the upcoming months. And yes. we really thank you for doing that. I also want to just uh, kind of uh, segue with what you were saying about Sherry. She's going to be presenting at yes. our conference and she's going to be doing evidential uh, voice phenomenon uh, <laughs> Teaching, teaching how to do this, which will be wonderful as well. Which is yes. amazing. Now, I had never heard of EVP. And just like Irene, um, I knew I wanted to have a session with a medium when, when Kyle passed. I didn't go looking for a medium. Um, actually, I got the inspiration to start this show about six months after Kyle's transition. And so doing the show, I knew I would intersect with people of um, 
spiritual um, qualities, you know, spiritual ab uh, abilities. And the minute I had Suzanne, an uh, um, another guest told me about Suzanne and Suzanne Giesman, because we have a couple of them. Um, and I invited Suzanne Giesman to be a guest on my show. And as soon as I had her on my show, I knew she was the medium I wanted. So I told her, just put me on her long list because she has a list over a year. I said, just put me on the list anywhere. I, you don't have to make a special trip for me. But I, ha I, um, I happened to be thinking a lot about Kyle a week before his birthday um, in 2016. This is, and his birthday was on Thanksgiving Day that year. His birthday is November 24th. And November 24th was on Thanksgiving Day that year. So a week before Thanksgiving, I emailed Suzanne. And I said, you know, I'm just thinking a lot about Kyle. And she said, let's do, let's do a reading on his birthday. And I was like, but that's his, that's Thanksgiving Day. I don't want to. She said, she said to me, because you know, she has her guide, Sanaya. She said her guides, before she had gotten my email, her guides had already told her she was going to do a reading for a mom that lost her, the, her son on that day. So she, she didn't know it was me, but her guides already told her, you have to do this reading. But from that reading, I had never heard of EVP, didn't know what that was. Kyle, we have Kyle's voice. You can clearly hear his voice. Can't make out what he's saying, but you, and, and she didn't, cause she records, she does hundreds of these readings. She records them, she sends off the recording. I was recorded it in Zoom. She recorded it with her audio recording. She sent me the audio recording. I didn't listen to it till two days later. Two days later, I'm listening to it and I can hear, clearly hear Kyle's voice and I send it back to her. I said, Suzanne, and I put, said, listen, right here. She, she jumped out, she's like, oh my, she's like, and she called Ty over. She's like, listen to this. So, cause of all the readings, that was the first time she had actually gotten EVP with no equipment added, you know, just Zoom and a mic, her microphone and Zoom. And Kyle was really, because as soon as she invited Kyle to come in, she heard this swooshing sound that I didn't hear until I could hear it on the tape. But when we were doing it live, I could not hear. She said, kept saying, don't you hear that? I was like, I don't hear anything. <laughs> Kyle was doing his best to talk through her computer. I was like, it's so amazing. So it's like, well, yeah, it is. Well, it is so amazing. But you know, it all comes back to that knowing Caroline. Yeah. Um, I have a very dear friend who's an evidential and also an evidential medium, Jake Samoyedny, another difficult last name, but you can remember <laughs> him by okay. the compassionate, compassionate medium. And he said to me, you will get to a point where you no longer just believe you, know. you will know. And it is, when you come to that knowing that life is eternal, that death is nothing more than just the shedding of the physical body, it just, it just, wow, it just changes everything. It's, you know, our children, Elizabeth always says this to me, our kids want us to be happy and they want us to be going on with our lives and reaching out to others and letting them know, yes, we'll always be sad. It's, we're, I'm always going to miss Carly's physical presence. Yes. But she's still right here. She's right here. Well, and we become shining light parents, just the same way that Suzanne Giesman talks about shining light yes. parents and the fact that Caroline never talks about herself as a bereaved parent. But I, I just wanted to quick 
say something about something that just happened last night that Irene had, uh, Irene and I have been corresponding with Sarah Rubel, and I'm sure you've heard of what happened in Parkland. And I'm very excited because after numerous emails and numerous telephone calls, uh, Mitch Carmody, who is part of um, part of the Compassionate Friends, um, as well as Open to Hope, as well as Sarah Rubel, as well as a lot of other very uh, important speakers with the Compassionate Friends, are having a day in uh, Parkland on the 20th of May. And um, they've, uh, they've kindly asked Helping Parents Heal to have a table there. Ann Castaldo, who is the, um, the head of organization for the Compassionate Friends, who actually asked us to be a part of their conference in Scottsdale, has asked us to have a table. So Marla and Amy, who are our Tampa leaders, as well as Ana Fernandez, who's, who is our Fort Lauderdale leader, as well as hopefully me and my husband, because Cyril wants to go out there. He, um, he loves Fort Lauderdale, so he's interested in going, and maybe Irene will be there. Um, we'll see. But it's going to be from 10 until 4 in the afternoon, and they've invited us to have a table there. And so um, I, I just want to pull out, put a call out to anyone actually involved in helping parents heal. If you're, if you are able to be in Parkland, actually it's in Coral, Ga uh, Coral Gables, um, but it's going to be focused on Parkland. Um, it would just be such a wonderful thing to have you there um, from it, 10 to 4. Did, did you say the date, Elizabeth? Sunday, May 20th? Did um, you? The, okay. on the 20th of May uh, so it's going to be after the conference we'll have plenty of bracelets and flyers and things like that that we'll make sure everybody goes home with but um, I think that this would be a wonderful way to heal uh, for these for all of the, the community down there <clears throat> and I feel very honored that we were asked to be a part of this <laughs> yes that is actually that's really um now I I kind of know what you're talking I I have to honestly say and it's not not that I some people will quote unquote say I keep my head in the sand that's not the not not the case with me I do not watch news but I do kind of have an idea of what you're talking about I know there was some kind of shooting that happened in Florida oh this is it and it was at a high school was this at, at a high school okay. yeah so and seven. 17 children passed, and oh. so I, I know that that whole community has been just um, devastated by, by this happening. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Compassionate Friends will be there. I think that it's wonderful to be able to offer um, even more hope by, uh, we're, we're possibly, um, Marla is asked, is going to ask Suzanne Giesman if she could possibly come yes. as well. I was thinking when you um, said that, I was thinking about Suzanne because I know Suzanne lives in Florida, but I know she travels yeah. a lot. So yeah, she'll be on the road then. She, okay. Oh, yeah. she'll be on the road. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, in okay. any case, um, but there will be some other people who have worked closely with their group in Tampa who are going to be going down as well. So um, I'm hoping that that'll be a really healing day. And as I say. I think the more people from Helping Parents Heal and yes. uh, people who would like to help out, uh, the better. That would be 
Wonderful. Yes, I think that would be amazing. And I just, I just want to say the because people are like, why don't you watch news? I, <laughs> I, I, I go by spirit guidance. And this happened in 2001, right after 9-11. Um, and this is before I was awake to the truth. This is before I knew all that I know now. Like you were saying, Irene, it's a knowing. And this is before I knew. But Spirit told me two weeks after 9-11, I had nothing news. I never was a big news watcher, but after 9-11, all was, only thing on television was news. And I had it on like all day long. And Spirit told me, shut off the news and don't ever turn it back on. I heard that loud and clear from within. Like, I don't hear them audibly, but within. And I'm like, and I even was like, huh, why? You know, but I was like, okay. And I was obedient. I have not watched news since 9-11. And um, what Spirit was trying to tell me is that it just lowers your vibration. For our, our kids to reach us, we have to be at a higher vibration because they have to lower their vibration to, to communicate with us. But the, the more we raise our vibration, which is being joyful and knowing they're okay, knowing, knowing they're right with us. You know, Kyle is right here now because he told Suzanne to tell me, He's my co-host. So whenever I, I do a show, he's right here. I forget what shoulder he's, he's over one, but he's right here and he's co-hosting this show right now. So um, they need us to have our vibration high. It's all about keeping our vibration high. And that's why my spirit guides and my higher self told me to shut off the news um, in 2001 and not watch the news. But I do news, I mean, I'm on the computer all the time. Something happens, I, I kind of hear kind of what's going on. So um, the 17 um, um, students that are now in spirit, they're not gone, they're now in spirit. They do want their parents, they want their parents to know that they're, they're right there. They're still right here, yes. Yes, and I would love for Irene, if she's uh, willing to do this, to kind of um, explain her relationship with Suzanne Giesman and what happened with her, because I know she was talking about the fact that she started out on this journey, uh, not in the same place that I am, but um, if, if you could maybe just tell a little bit about that, Irene? Uh, well, I was, again, surfing the internet at night. I didn't sleep. I mean, I, I became in some total insomnia and I have such oh my gosh I feel so badly for people that suffer from insomnia because I did in fact I ended up early on having to go on medication because I literally seven days and nights did not sleep and had to be able to find some sleep but I was searching the internet again someone had told me I lived in um, New Jersey right outside of Manhattan and someone had told me about Janet Nahavik who was in New Jersey. And Janet is the creator of the Journey Within Church. She's an evidential medium. In fact, Suzanne and Jake uh, both trained with Janet. And when I was Googling Janet, Suzanne's name popped up. And I bought her book, um, her first book still, uh, her first book that she wrote. And I put myself on the list for the reading and did get a reading and it was on New Year's Eve I believe it was three years ago. I had my copy of George Anderson's Walking in the Garden of Souls with me. And I set my intention that if Carly was going to come through, that this book would be mentioned. And what's interesting about this book is George autographed the book for me. 
And he wrote the Lord's Prayer in Latin on one side, and he wrote about Corley on the other. And early on in the reading, um, and Suzanne's first book, I want to say, is Messages of Hope. Early in the reading, Suzanne mentioned to me that I was that Carly is talking about a Bible that you're holding, and I call the book my Bible. And she said, I don't quite understand this. It's a book. It's referenced as the Bible, and it is um, signed. And as an author, I know that when you sign a book, you sign it, I believe, on the right side. She said, but this book is signed on the left as well as the right. So, I mean, what, what more proof could I get from that? Yes. Um, it was, it was just incredible. And, um, she has just become such an amazing supporter of helping parents heal. And she's such a connector. Yes. She will do readings for parents and she will call different moms up and we will connect with these different people. And it really, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah, she is. She's so, so amazing. And I had the honor of meeting her in person. I've had her twice, actually three times on, on Awake to Oneness Radio, but I met her in person in October, end of October. She came to the Wilkes-Barre area in Pennsylvania, which is not far from me. And I did her workshops, um, um, Serving Spirit. Um, so yes, it was, it was, well, and is a, a quick, very quick, cute story. Um, this two weeks ago on February 17th, it was a Saturday was Carly's five year angel date. And we choose to celebrate her life on that day. And, um, I now live in Hilton Head, South Carolina. I have a wonderful group of friends here. We did a balloon release at, <clears throat> up at the Marina where I live. And I invited everyone back to the house to have Carly's favorite food, Doritos and baked ziti. You know, we have, have to do it. And I had made this big tray of baked ziti, and I'm a good Italian girl, so I had made my sauce myself the day before. And I had my husband help me, and I asked him to chop and saute garlic and onion for me, and I would make my sauce. And I came into the kitchen, and he didn't chop the onions. He had these big pieces of onion, and I thought, oh, man. But I made the sauce. The next day, I put the big CD together, and I thought, boy, I hope no one chokes on these big pieces of onion. And then I said, and Carly's not here because she wouldn't eat this big CD if there were pieces of onion in it. Then covered it with cheese, set it on, the, on top of the stove, and took a picture and sent it to Elizabeth, sent it to our friend Lynn, and sent it to Suzanne Giesman. Yes. And she said, it looks great. But Carly popped in and said, Watch the onions. <laughs> now, <laughs> talk about knowing that your kids are with you. She was with me when I was making that baked ziti. Yeah. She knew those onions weren't supposed to be right. the way they were. Right. So, exactly. you know, am yeah. I sad? Of course I'm sad that she wasn't here to eat the baked ziti. But she was right here watching me make that baked ziti and saw those onion pieces. <laughs> I have another, I have a funny story too, because uh, Suzanne was my guest just um, mid-January and um, I was rushing to get ready on my, but I was, this has happened a couple of days before that, that um, show, I, it was my birthday and I was rushing to get ready and I put on a shirt backwards and, and backwards and inside out. So it wasn't just backwards. It was backwards and inside. And I was like, hmm. And then she mentioned, before we started recording that show, she said, Kyle mentioned something about you putting on a shirt backwards and inside out. I'm like, I was like, Kyle, you're telling all my business. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> yes, that is so, yes. It's the knowing. We know, and many parents that are connected with helping parents heal, we know there is no death. We know our child is right with us. They're, you know, they're, and as we think of them and they want us to be happy and for us to share this wonderful message with other parents that are going through what we've all gone through, it's just, it's wonderful. It is so well, wonderful. And it also is important to acknowledge that early on, there's nothing wrong with grieving. I yes. mean, when we choose to love, we automatically choose to grieve. We don't have a choice. Yes. And I think if you can not resist that grief and almost, I like to call it surrender. Um, Tom Zuba, who's going to be at our conference, his book, Permission to Mourn, is another great book. And he yes. talks about surrendering in grief. And it's not that you're just letting go. You're setting aside what you think is your own plan and you're giving over to a different power. And when you do that, it just makes the journey easier it really does but early on and, yes and i i also think that it's really important because i know that a lot of people will say platitudes like um they're in a better place or it's time to move on yeah. um but i but i really think that if we all realize that we can move on but with our kids with us every step of the way then that's the way that we're moving on. We're not moving on, leaving them in the past. They're, they're participating in that ziti. They're participating in that shirt being turned inside out. They're participating in every important event in our lives. And even the less important events in our lives, they know everything that's going on. And so once we realize that and we embrace the fact that they are with us, everything becomes so much easier and not only that but we have our lives are filled with collateral beauty which is kind of a trite phase because it comes from a movie but i truly believe that we have so many wonderful people who come into our lives who are now a part of our lives who are almost more like family than our own family is in many cases and they'll be with us forever. And the friends that we've made, especially on the Helping Parents Heal Facebook group, website, and in the affiliate groups, are truly forever friends. And the reason that they are is because all of our kids are forever friends and they are making sure that we're staying together and that we're accomplishing the things that we need to do because they're so proud of us. Yes. Kyle is so proud of you, Caroline. Yes. Carly is so proud of you, Irene. I know that Morgan and Chelsea are very proud of me. And it doesn't have to be what we're doing. It can be, it can be moving forward step by step and being able to continue uh, helping siblings in the family, being able to support the family, being able to get to that point where you're finally able to uh, start opening up to the world again, because we, we certainly do shut ourselves off from, from the world for a while in the beginning, and that's totally normal. As Irene says, grief is, is such an important part of this journey, and I didn't, I didn't experience it with Morgan, but I did with Chelsea, and that was a long time ago, and I think that the reason 
that I didn't with Morgan was because of the fact that I'd already gone through this and I have one foot here and one foot over there. And I think that all of us who gets it, all of us who are those shining light parents do live with one, one foot here and one foot over there. Yes, for sure. And you know, Carolyn, um, Elizabeth mentioned the Facebook group. Yes. I'd also like to just mention that we have a Helping Parents Heal online Facebook group head up by some incredible Shining Light parents, Tracy Susie, Ty and Brian West, Beth West. And I encourage everyone, if you don't have a group close to you to experience going to a physical meeting, right. we have online um, Helping Parents Heal meetings almost, I think, every two weeks. Right, Elizabeth? It's just about every two sometimes weeks. Sometimes every week. I think sometimes, sometimes every we week. have four, four a month, yeah. So, um yeah, and they're excellent. The, the people who are moderating the group are so wonderful, but now they've actually branched out into not only having guest speakers, but having specific topics that they talk about, like suicide, like uh, drug addiction, op opioid addiction. They're going to be talking about uh, death by accidental death. They're going to be I, I think that it's absolutely wonderful that they've taken on these subjects that are so hard to talk about in normal society, unfortunately, that are really, really important to healing. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, yes. got a frog in my throat. <laughs> okay. Well, my, my first show, my very, this is, uh, I think, my, hun my hundred and second show. I've done 102 shows. Congratulations. Um, my, yeah. my, my very first show, the topic was um, suicide from a spiritual perspective. And not because Kyle committed suicide, because I tried to commit suicide when I thought he was going to transition in 2011. And so um, I had Dr. Um, no, I keep saying doctor. I had Robert Schwartz. Robert Schwartz as my um, guest. And the topic was um su suicide from a spiritual ex um perspective and i like i said i've done 102 shows and on youtube that show the my very first show is one of my highest pop most popular shows because of the topic and the guests so yes it is it, very very important and i have parents that email me that have um children that have transitioned from suicide several parents have emailed me and just thanked me for you know doing the show and one gentleman said to me please don't ever stop doing your show that was a parent who lost a son through suicide so yes Yes, and, and like you said, um, it's we each you're um, we're each unique. Elizabeth, you're following your heart desire, and you formed helping parents heal. Irene, she's helped. She came on to help with that, and she's doing following. She's uniquely following her passion, and me with the podcast and joining helping parents heal. It's all we're all doing what our heart's desire. So everybody's unique and we're going to do something different, but it's to follow what's inside your heart. And again, as far as grieving, like I didn't get it. I didn't have to have to grieve because I grieved before he passed. <laughs> you know, I grieved two years before he passed and that's, I, so I didn't have to grieve when he actually transitioned. Um, but it, whatever you feel is right. 
So if you feel like not getting out of bed and just crying all day, that's right, it's not wrong. But it's what our children want us to do is do to understand that they are not gone because a lot of that grieving is because you think they're gone you think you i'll never see them again i'll never hold them again but they're not gone they're still right there so and that, one thing that's very mm -hmm. important to know too <clears throat> is that our kids are not affected by our grief i would say that it's kind of like a fly in the ointment for them but they are so at peace yeah. So we can take as long as we want. Plus, as George Anderson says, um, what's, what is 20 years here for us is like two weeks over there. Yes. They're home and we're still in school. So we can take as long as we want and it's not affecting their spiritual growth. It's not affecting the way that they're feeling. They would like for us to be able to move forward and heal but it's on our own timeline. And I never want anyone to believe that because of the fact that they aren't able to get out of the space that they're in right now, that their kids are suffering because of that. That's not, that's not what we believe, right. but um, we all do it on our own um, time yes. frame. Learning to love in separation. That's what I call it. Yeah. Living without their physical body. Yes. And um, yeah. we'd also encourage everyone to go onto the Helping Parents Heal website, which is www.helpingparentsheal.org. Um, we have, Elizabeth has set some wonderful things up. We've got book recommendations. We have uh, mediums and other healers recommended on the website. You can enter your child's name and upload their photo. And Elizabeth does every day she does on Facebook tributes for our children on their birthdays and on their angel days. Oh, I meant, I want and to we mention. also have our, oh, sorry, just one yeah. other thing. We have our new newsletters that are archived on the website. So every single new newsletter that we've had every month is on there in case anybody wants to read it. It has validations from our kids. <laughs> and sign up for the newsletter. There's a spot yeah. where you can enter your name and your email address. Yes. And it has our affiliate groups. I'm sorry, Caroline. I just want to tell tell people that because you'll be on there soon as well. So and our caring listeners. I that's one one thing I just want to quick have a big plug for. We have caring listeners who uh, will listen to parents. They they don't, you know, have groups themselves, but they are willing to talk to. We have both uh, women and men, so we have it from a mom and a dad's perspective as well. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 that's, no, this is wonderful. No, I, I love that you shared that. I just didn't want to forget um, when Irene was talking about um, Carly's angel date, and if some people don't understand that word, angel's date is the date that they transition into spirit. So, because they have their birth date, their physical birth date, and then they have their angel date, which is the day they, they transitioned back into spirit. Kyle transitioned on July 1st, which is the weekend before the 4th of July. So 4th of July weekend, I always have a huge cookout at the lake, my favorite spot, which is the lake. And um, we always have a, a huge cookout for celebrating Kyle's transition on his on his transition date weekend on that Saturday. So I just wanted to mention that because yes, it is a it is a celebration. It is a celebration and we have a great, great time. So yes, please, please. No, I'm so glad you guys, because I, I, I really want 
parents to find helping parents heal you know parents that yeah so i and um i'm just finding out about that may 20th date and i'm gonna i'm not you know i'm not too far from florida i can maybe even drive to florida so um i'm gonna just i'll let you know if i can be there for that that would be that would be wonderful and as i say anyone who uh who would like to be able to participate uh, we're going to have a table. Um, Marla, Amy, and Anna have already said that they are definitely going to be doing this. They, they actually had a meeting of Helping Parents Heal in Tampa last night, and they were meeting after, and they said, we've got to figure out a way to help this school. Spirit will send a message for us. And then they opened my email that was forwarded from Sarah saying that they would like to have Helping Parents Heal there on the 20th of May, and they said, this is it. Yes, yes. <laughs> this yes. is the sign. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And, so, and like you said, we know our children are helping us. Kyle, Morgan, Chelsea, uh, Carly, they're, they're all helping us. Yes, all the they time. They are. You're right. Uh, yes. Yes, this has been amazing. Oh, I, 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 the hour went by too fast, too fast. It did. But, and I, I can't wait to see all of you in person in about six weeks. Six weeks. Yes. 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 I, I've never been to Arizona, and I hear it's hot. I was telling my brother I'm going to Arizona. Zona, he said in April, it's hot. <laughs> it's like a, not in not in April. It's and not. by the way, just. Just to let you know, if people are interested in registering for the day pass, they go to our website, go to the bottom of any page, click there, and it will take you to a part where they can register. Um, we're, we, we have about 20 spaces left right now, so that's a possibility if anyone wants to. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thank you, Irene. Oh, thank you. Oh, this has been so thank amazing. Thank you, Caroline. Yes, thank you. Wonderful and, to see you again. And I want to thank Morgan, Carly, and Chelsea, <laughs> too. And, <laughs> and, and Kyle. Kyle. And Kyle. <laughs> Kyle just said that. And you know what? The other thing I wanted to share, too. I know when Kyle, when I do something goofy, I know when Kyle is laughing at me. It's just like, okay. And I tell him, I say, stop laughing at your mama. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you, ladies. I'll Okay. Love you too. Love you too, Caroline. See you in April. Bye bye. Bye bye.